Welcome to Knit British, the podcast that explores all the connections of Britishness in wool, fibre and knitting. On this journey, meeting all of the people involved, from sheep to skein, I am your host, Louise Scully. Knit British and love local wool. Knit British is delighted to be sponsored by the Edinburgh Yarn Festival. Edinburgh Yarn Festival is the UK's premier knitting event and it runs from the 9th to the 12th of March. Created by and aimed at those who love yarn, it features workshops from world-class tutors such as Bristol Ivy, Nancy Marchant, Willie Wormhead, Felix Ford, with a yarn-packed marketplace full of hand-picked vendors, with meetups, demos and the Blacker Yarns podcast lounge. The Edinburgh Yarn Festival is truly a haven and an important date on every yarn lover's calendar. Click on the logo in the show notes or visit www.edinyarnfest.com. Hello and welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me again today. And if this is your first visit, you are very welcome indeed. Firstly, I want to start the podcast by saying that my heart is full of love this week. Thank you so much for all of your feedback, for your comments, particularly your emails since the last episode, particularly on the subject of clinging to the positive and standing up for what we believe in, standing up for what we think is right, standing up for our fellow human being. In particular, I want to say uh, thanks to Linda in Texas, Q in Alabama, Susan in San Francisco, Ali in PA. Thank you, everyone else who, who got in touch with words of encouragement and support and generally enthusiastic about the podcast, and that is lovely too. Thank you very, very much uh, for your big hearts everywhere. Also, the thing that's made my heart full this week, woolly muckers. All of the woolly mucker spots went in one minute. I couldn't believe it. I'm so bowled over and overwhelmed. And thank you so much to everyone who tried, who some of you set your alarms. I appreciate each and every attempt and to get through the checkout and I'm sorry that there were only 10 spots available. I really look forward to introducing you to Anthea, to Leslie, to Susan, to Sue, to Mazzy, to Maylin, to Alison, Emma and Christine and Barb over this year uh, on the podcast and hopefully we'll be doing some fun stuff and thank you so very much to them. Uh, it's honestly absolutely amazing. Uh, also, thank you for asking about the tote bags. The tote bags will be going on sale soon. And I will give you notice about when they're going on sale. But I would just ask you to please be patient. I just am very aware that I don't want to add too much extra to my plate just now. Because podcast lounge planning is a go and 
We've got twice as many podcasters coming this year, which means twice as much admin. I'm writing a, an article for a magazine and I'm working my, my day job. And so just at this precise moment, there is a heck of a lot going on. And it would just be really silly of me to then open up the shop and be worrying about getting orders out and things like that. So not that I'm expecting you all to come running, but still, it's just at, the, at this very precise moment, it's just one of those things just ask you to be a little bit patient and I promise you will get a notification when they go on sale and just bear with me a a little moment longer. As I said, my heart is full this week and and I've got content that's full of heart too, some of it quite literally. So let's get on with the show. This episode, I'm continuing featuring some of the vendors that are going to be at Edinburgh Yarn Festival. But don't worry if you can't make it to Edinburgh Yarn Festival, because they all have awesome websites and online shops, and I'm linking to that too in the show notes, so you can't miss out. First up today is Old Maiden Aunt, aka Lilith Green, and this episode's called Heart, and it's fair to say that her latest project is absolutely bursting with heart. 2017 celebrates decade of Old Maiden Aunt yarns. Lilith has been dyeing her gorgeous yarns in West Kilbride for 10 years and she's decided to mark this landmark with a beautiful book and it's called Coming Home. The book features six exclusive hand-knit designs uh, by some incredible designers. And there's other goodies in the book, such as a Notions pouch design and a delicious cake recipe by Clara Parks and some really beautiful writing from Lilith about her family home in Galloway and memories of of that and of our family and a really, really beautifully written essay. Coming Home is not just celebrating this decade of Old Maiden Aunt Yarns, but it really is a love letter to Scotland and that particular part of Scotland and Galloway and Lilith's connections there. And Lilith uses the cottage and surrounding areas as a location uh, in the book and the photography is by the wonderful Jenny Reed, whose eye for detail I just love. She just has a way of capturing wool and textiles in a way that not a lot of other people do. And it's just incredible here, especially in the beautiful countryside uh, and in the cottage itself. It's it's gorgeous. Uh, so let's have a, a little look at the six knit designs. So first here there is the Inchgarvey shawl by Isolde and that's knit in Lilith's Tuplai Shetland and this is a, a new exclusive colourway 
called Runa, and it's uh, a long triangular shawl inspired by <clears throat> the Fourth Road Bridge. And it's large, totally squishable, and it's got all of that garter stitch beauty. And in the border, it incorporates old shale, and it's just gorgeous. It starts with just a few stitches. And so this is the kind of project that you can really love to watch grow in and become. Um, I think this is possibly, we've started with my favourite <laughs> of all the designs, although there's so much to love about these designs, but this is just gorgeous. Then there's the Bonnet Hat by Anna Maltz. I'm not sure if it's Bonnet or Bonnet. I say I would say Bonnet for a Scots hat, but it could be Bonnet. You know... In Scotland, we have the same words, but we say them slightly differently in different places. Uh, this is lovely, close-fitting hat. Beautiful colour work, uh, featuring textured wildflower designs. And it's knit in old Maiden Aunt Superwash Merino. And there will be a mini skein set called Garland of Flowers uh, from old Maiden Aunts to knit this, this hat with. Then there's a St. Andrew shawl by Kirsten Kapoor, and that's uh, lace, a lace shawl inspired by St. Andrew's Cathedral and deliciously knit in Old Maiden Ant Superwash Merino, Cashmere and Nylon, and it uses two shades. Very pretty. I love Felix Ford's Wild Mountain Time mitts. Bright, really delicious. Uh, it's got, it uses four shades of the Shetland Four Ply. Really pretty um, mitts, which Felix was um, inspired by walks along the West Highland Way for this, this design. Uh, the Canadio, I don't know if I'm saying that right, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Cowl from Bristol Ivy uh, is knit in my very favourite Corridale Sport Old Maiden Aunt. It's just really gorgeous. We'll love it. Uh, perfect for cabling and texture in this large cowl. It's soft as well. Um, this cowl looks gorgeous. You know, just uh, uh, you know, loose around the neck but also um, just as pretty worn low over the shoulders. Very nice. And finally, there's the Blashy Socks by Rachel Coopy in Old Maiden Aunt Merino and Sparkly Yarn. And it's inspired by the wet, windy, stormy Shetland weather that can sometimes be cooked up. A really blashy day. Um, it's got cables, it's got lace, uh, they're designed top down. And I really liked that they're, the, the design is mirrored rather than the, the socks being an identical pair. Coming Home is just a lovely book and the designs are written and there are charts provided too. The layout is lovely, really nice layout and the accompanying illustrations are just beautiful. I also love that in the beginning of the book, uh, Lilith has included her playlist, um, Coming Home playlist as well, which you can listen to on Spotify. Brilliant idea, love that! Again, Jenny's photographs just celebrate both the design detail and the landscape. And Jules Billings is the model, aka Woolenflower, and she just is a wonderful choice for a model. She wears these garments so beautifully and she's such a natural. Really, when you look at this book and you, you flick through the pages and you sit down and, and read 
Lilith's essay and look at the pictures. There's such a warm, homely vibe about this whole book. It's just beautiful. And it could be yours. <laughs> it doesn't matter if this is the first time you're hearing about Old Maiden Aunt, although I doubt it. You're going to love this book. Like I said before, it's just full of heart and soul. And there's something in it that really speaks you know speaks to your senses and um something about each and every one of these patterns that's just so cast ornable and so beautiful and it's just a really beautifully curated um collection of of designs too so you can pre-order coming home now at oldmaidenant.com the book costs 18 pounds uh which is incredible value for those six designs there's the also the Notions Pouch pattern by Lorna Reed, a.k.a. Chicky Birdie Designs, who's another West Kilbride artist. And uh, there's Lilith's Beautiful Essay and Not Forgetting Clara Parks' Homecoming Cake Recipe. I mean, <laughs> knitting and cake, <laughs> fantastic yarns, what more could you want? Orders will be shipped out in mid-March. But there are also options to collect your pre-order book at Edinburgh Yarn Festival. And there are specific times to do that. So do check out the shop at oldmaidenand.com. I'll put a link in the show notes as well. Lilith is going to be on the Old Maiden Ant stall at Edinburgh Yarn Festival. She is on stand K7. Again, the website you need is oldmaidenant.com for more info. And you'll also be able to see some of the designers and collaborators uh, in this book at Edinburgh Yard Festival too. So Coop Knits, Rachel Coopy, is going to be on stand A6. Bristol Ivy is uh, one of the, the tutors, of course, as is Anna Maltz and Felix Ford. Uh, you can find Isolde on her stand at Y1. And Jules, Woolen Flower, on stand M3. Very many congrats, Lilith, on your uh, big birthday. And thank you so much for giving me a preview of this book. Its heart truly is big. The designs and the yarn and the colourways are going to speak to you, uh, to your soul and your senses. This week on Valentine's Day, Tinka Knits also released their new book, Heart on My Sleeve. And this is an e-book. Uh, it features eight different yoke patterns by nine designers, including Tanis Lavalie, Romy Hill, Sharon Cook, Bristol Ivy, Hoki Locatelli, Jane Richmond, Isolde, and Alexa and Emily, too, of Tin Can Knits. Uh, all the proceeds from this book, which costs $18, go straight to the Against Malaria Fund. As you may know, malaria is a completely preventable disease but it claims at least half a million lives a year it's also single largest killer of pregnant women money raised on this book will go towards purchasing and distributing nets and helps families in need affected by malaria i should say all proceeds apart from ravelry and paypal fees everything else goes straight to the Against Malaria Fund. And I'll put links to this in the show notes. What is even more fantastic about it is that there's a base pattern, 
for the body and sleeves and all the designs are knit in double knit which is fantastic for sweaters um so the body and the sleeves are the same and then you knit your preferred yoke awesome still because it's tin can knits the designs are from baby to four times extra large adult it's fantastic and you know i'm a big fan of tin can knits here i always have been i just think the sizing is fantastic the patterns are always laid out so well i always feel that they're um there's no unnecessary information there it's always succinct but as informative as possible the there's always great backup information because they always have great blogs and tutorials if you need extra help and um, there's always something to keep your interest in their designs. And of course, they're collaborating here with some of our other favourite designers. There's colour work, there's lace, there's cabling, there's structure, there's texture. Like the last book, everything is instantly cast onable and extremely wearable. I love Zelda's Heartstone jumper, which has really striking cabling on the raglan shaping. Or maybe it's just parallel to it, but it just looks fantastic. Tanis Lavalie's Crazy Heart has this amazing colour work um, around the yoke. And I really like the hooded sweater Lionheart by Jane Richmond and, and Shannon Cook. Really great detail. You know, Tinker Knits designs we can trust and all for an incredible cause. Heart on My Sleeve is available as an ebook and an ebook only, and it costs $18. But it's just $1.20 of that goes to Ravelry and PayPal fees per book. The rest of this charming and fantastic book goes to the Against Malaria. The ebook is only available for a year, so don't let this be one of those books where you go, I'll get it the next time I get paid, or I'll get it with my birthday money, or whatever. We do that kind of thing all the time, don't we? We add things to our queues, and then we don't always remember to buy them. So I think this is, if the charity and the fact that the 10 candidates isn't enough, remember that you only have a year um, to get this book. Thank you so very much to Tinka Knits for letting me have a lovely preview of this book. And what a great way to support a worthy charity too. I should say that I was given a free preview of this book. And so I made a donation to Against Malaria uh, myself so that I could also um, enjoy the book and support the, the charity. Yarn Festival, well, did you snag your Kaylee ticket for the EYF party when they went on sale last Saturday? You would have been incredibly lucky if you did because tickets went on sale at 2pm and sold in seconds, which is just brilliant. And that just shows, you know, another example of the great work that Joe and me could do in creating wonderful events for us that are so sought after. I know that there were a lot of disappointed people too. 
Um, but you know that reception room at the Edinburgh Yarn, the Edinburgh Yarn Festival um, ha- uses for the Cayley. That's what where the the Baron is. That's where the podcast lounge is. You know that at best probably holds about five hundred people, and that's probably if there's no tables and chairs there. And thousands of people want to attend Edinburgh Yarn Festival, so. There's always going to be some people who were disappointed, and I'm sorry about that. I've been a bit surprised, though, and a little bit disappointed to see a good amount of people on social media spitting the dummy on this one. And and also on the fact that advanced ticket sales sold out too, and those are advanced ticket sales for festival entry. Now, tickets will be available on the door for entry into the festival. All you're going to have to do is stand in a queue. <laughs> let's let's look at this rationally here. It's not the first Edinburgh Yarn Festival. It's the fourth one. It's the third one at this large venue, and we know how special it is. And we know how everyone sort of has this mystical draw to Edinburgh uh, every March. And, you know, it's not a little event. It's It moved from its very humble beginnings to the Corn Exchange, which is an utterly fantastic venue, it's so well organised. It's so well publicised. Like, let's not forget that the Edinburgh Yarn Festival machine works the year round on social media, on their website. You know, it's not just a part time thing for these guys. So maybe the people who are annoyed and kind of missed out on online tickets because maybe they're a bit annoyed at themselves for not being organised. I know everyone's got their reasons, but if you're booking travel and accommodation to Edinburgh, there's nothing wrong with booking your advance ticket at the same time. I'm just venturing a guess. I'm just wondering why there have been a few silly comments and kind of tantrums um, about, about about this. Well, we live and learn. We live and learn. Anyway, anyone needing information on the ticket situation, head to the Edinburgh Yarn Festival at Ravelry Group and see the sticky and locked thread about advance ticket sales. And anyone not happy that they didn't get Kayleigh tickets or a bit disappointed that they didn't get Kayleigh tickets, well, you're going to be in Edinburgh and there's always awesome things to do in Edinburgh. We're at a UNESCO World Heritage Site, for goodness sake. There are loads of things to see and do. And the lovely, lovely Hannah Ross has listed a few events that are on that weekend, which is incredibly nice of her. Um, That is in the Edinburgh Yarn Festival Ravelry Group 2 and I'll link to that thread in the show notes. There are Kayleys happening. They're just maybe not Edinburgh Yarn Festival Kayleys but they could have knitters there. You could be there knitting. I, for one, am really excited to see all of you there and, you know, sorry that some of you will have to queue to get in but I can't see. I've gone to I've gone to yarn festivals before, not buying an advance ticket, and you know you don't queue for for very long before you get in, and then the yarn fumes make up for it, and you can knit in the queue. It's fine. It's fine. I'm really looking forward to seeing you there. You can come and visit us in the podcast lounge. I can't believe it, but we've got over forty podcasters who've been in touch to say that they're going to be coming to Edinburgh Yarn Festival. And hope to come to the podcast meetup. That is phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. When I think back to three years ago, I think we maybe had nine or ten podcasters altogether. Maybe not even as many, quite as many as that. Eight to ten, I think. And this year we've got 40. 
absolutely spectacular. Details of the podcast lounge events are on the Edinburgh Yarn Festival website and you can find out what they are by visiting www.edinyarnfest.com and clicking on the podcast Blacker Yarns podcast lounge menu option. But why not? Let's go through it now. I, I, I'm still kind of working on one or two things that uh, I'm working on adding at the moment, but I'm not making any promises about those because once you say it, then you're kind of locked in, so I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say anything. But let's look at what we are doing. So on Friday, the 10th of March at 12pm, Sue Blacker is going to give a fleece selection and sorting demonstration. See firsthand how fleeces are sorted and graded as they come through the mill at the Natural Fibre Company. Not only is there a large amount of variation between the breeds, but even within a single breed, no two fleeces are the same. So it's important to know what to look for in a good fleece. Stop by and discover why breeds are ideal for socks and which are best for cosy shawls or hard wooden jumpers. Sue Blacker will be answering your questions and sharing her expert fibre knowledge. You will have heard that I was reading that. <laughs> I'm going through the programme here and reading the descriptions for you. So that's really exciting. And if you can't make it on the Friday at, at 12 o'clock, she's also going to be in the podcast lounge on Saturday at 12 o'clock as well. That is going to be really popular. Come along. It'd be lovely to see you there. From 1 to 2 on the Friday and the Saturday, we have the podcast meetup. And when I first wrote this, we had 30 podcasters who said they're coming. Now we've got 40 odd. Um, so we're delighted to announce that we have 40 odd podcasters coming to Embryon Festival for, from all corners of the world. Podcasters will be at one or both of our daily meetups. This is a great opportunity to say hello to your favourite podcast hosts, but also a unique chance for nitty podcasters to get together too, because we never get the chance to do that. I'll I'll give you a list of who's coming, who said they're coming. This is not a final list. This is this this is just a small proportion of the amount of people who are coming. So we we have some returning podcasters who've been there in years before. So we've got um, Helen from Curious Handmade. We've got Yarn in the City, both Alison and Rachel. If we can lure Rachel off her stall, we'll have them both there. The Geeky Girls Knit are going to be there. We've got Vero from Along the Lanes, uh, Nathan Taylor, the Sockmatician, and Knit Sonic, who are both teaching. Um, hopefully they'll be able to pop into the podcast lounge. Kathleen's Craft, who... We didn't know last time if she could come or not, but she's going to be there. We have Eric Lutz from, from Sticks and Twine. Minna from the Frostbites podcast in Finland. We've got Zoe from Pins and Needles podcast. We've got Katie from Inside Number 23. We've got Claire from the Beautiful Things podcast. We've got Selma, who is one of the hosts of the Two Tangled Skeins podcast in Canada. And the girls from the Stick and Tat, I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong, podcast in Sweden. We've got... Pip and Sia from Tipsy Knits coming. We've got Catherine from Lou Cookie Knits uh, in Germany. We've got Shimika, who's coming from the US. She has uh, the, the vlog Knit Night with Mika Micah. We've got Laurie from Intuit Knit podcast. We've got Nadia from the CLN podcast in Ireland. Andrew and Andrea, I think both of them from the Fruity Knitting podcast are going to be there. We've got Tilly Trout. We've got Luli. We've got Kathis Craft. This is just a small amount. 
you guys. This is just a small amount. So please come to the podcast and meet up. Don't be frightened. Um, I hear this all the time. People say they're frightened to say hello to their favourite podcast host. Just come up and say hello. Um, some of them might be wearing uh, lanyards, but you know who your favourite podcasters are. So do come to our podcast meetup on Friday and Saturday, uh, the 10th and 11th of March from uh, 1 to 2 p.m. Uh, on the Friday at 2 p.m., right after the podcast meetup, we're going to have a video podcast panel. And this is an, this is all part of our Let's Make a Podcast theme. So if you're interested in making a video podcast or you have questions about video podcasting or you, have, you want to know any aspect about video podcasting, we're going to have Lee Christensen from the Lulee podcast, Jolie Kelly from uh, Jolie Creates and the Wooly Hub uh, podcast. We've got Vero Pepperell from Along the Lanes and they're going to be coming along and they can answer any questions that you have about podcast making using film. So if you really like your crafty viewing and you have a burning question for our panellists and you just want to learn a little bit more about video podcasts, vlogging, come and join us 2pm in the podcast lounge on Friday the 10th of March. Then straight after that, we're going to challenge you. If you've ever wanted to try your hand at podcasting, let's make a podcast. We're challenging you to use your smartphones or camera to record, film or audio at Edinburgh Yarn Festival. I'm going to say a little bit more about the Let's Make a Podcast um, in a minute. But that's 3pm and we're going to do that both days. And then I'm just going to keep quiet about one or two other things that might happen on Friday. Because as I say, if you say it and it doesn't happen, then people are disappointed. And we don't want any more disappointed people. No, no, no. Uh, on Saturday, the 11th of March, right before Sue Blacker's fleece demo, at 11am, we've got the Blacker Podcal Meetup. If you have taken part in the Blacker Yarns Podcast Lounge Knit Along, then please come to the Podcast Lounge at 11am and show off your finished objects or you know what, Bring if you've not finished, bring your whips and knit on them. Uh, it'll be fantastic to see what everyone's made in blacker yarns. You know, a cal really ramps up the excitement when you're heading towards something like this. So we can't wait to meet you and your finished objects and let's you know take some pictures and see what you've what you've uh, what you've made and don't forget if you come to Edinburgh Yarn Festival and you finish your blacker uh, podcal project you will get a 15% discount at the Blacker Yarns stall that's just a discount to use at the event so don't miss out on that again 12pm Sue Blacker's fleece sorting and selection demo 1 to 2 on the Saturday the podcast meetup then at 2pm on the Saturday we're having an audio podcast panel so on that Saturday afternoon, we're going to have Helen Stewart from Curious Handmade, Alison and Rachel from Yarn in the City, myself, and my good mucker, Louise Hunt from Caithness Craft. And again, we're going to be there to answer any questions that you have about making an audio podcast. And audio craft podcasts are not as prevalent as YouTube or vlogs, but have huge audiences and people who love to listen to them while they knit or sit in the bus or wash the dishes 
So if you've ever wanted to try your hand at audio podcasting or want to know more about audio podcasting, this is the session for you. And I think every single one of us on the panel, and I am boldly speaking for everyone on the panel, we'd love to hear more audio podcasts starting really it would be fantastic wouldn't it um so come along to the audio podcast q a at 2 p.m on saturday the 11th of march and then right after that more challenges and where's my notepad gone <laughs> the the let's make a podcast as i say um we're going to do this from three to four both days now you're not expected to bring any specialist equipment, please do not go out and buy microphones or video cameras or anything like that. That is absolutely not allowed. You, We just want you to use your phone or your usual camera and you can ask our podcasters at the Q&As about eventual microphones and, and kit and stuff like that. But for this Let's Make a Podcast these sessions and challenges we just want you to use your phone because every mobile phone has a camera on it and every mobile phone has some kind of voice recording app uh you can also get loads in the play store and the app store i'm not so au fait with the play store um but i'm sure there are loads that you can download for free uh, for a few quid you can get ones with more features i use when i when i use my phone I quite often use the basic voice recorder on on the iPhone, but I also have uh, an app called Voice Record Pro, which costs a couple of quid. And um, but you really, we don't want you to worry too much about the equipment. It's about getting you out into the marketplace, talking to festival goers, and recording your first few minutes of footage and and getting you going really. So yeah, no no big kit. If you if you look at your phone and it doesn't have a recording device on it, don't worry. Just go to the App Store or the Play Store. Look at what's got a good few reviews. Don't spend a lot of money on it if it's if if you have to buy it. Just just get something. Just have something. That's all the preparation you need to do. So during these sessions, we'll have a couple of podcasters on hand, hopefully to help. But really, we'll be challenging you to go and record either. Start your own show or record a minute of footage that you can send to me, which will eventually be edited into a podcast for the Edinburgh Yarn Festival website. You can go and ask your fellow festival goers about their knitwear. You could ask them about their EYF purchases. You could you don't have to ask them about anything to do with EYF. You could ask them what their favourite yarn is. You could ask them their first knitting memory. Um these will be the kind of things we'll be we'll be getting you to do. You could go and interview a podcaster about podcasting. You could record sound or footage around the festival. Um, I'm also arranging a few vendors who are happy to be interviewed during these times, which are three o'clock both days. Um, because I think, as I said before, it would be awful. I mean, we might not have anybody who's interested in coming to make a podcast. I hope there are some of you who are. I really do. Um, but we couldn't have... 10 podcasters all wanting to go and interview vendors uh, and at different times of the day. So we need to kind of do this in a structured manner because those guys are busy. Um, so I'm going to speak to a few vendors and have specific vendors who don't mind being interviewed 
uh, between three and four that day if if they if they can and they're not too busy. But also, I'm gonna try and line up a couple of special guests to have in the lounge where you can have your own press call. And I've already lined up one. Hopefully, I can tell you more about this next time. A couple of people who are just waiting to tell me. Um, of what they're up to so difficult um you know anyone who's been to edinburgh yard festival before will know the best laid plans of mice and men going after glee because you you have the you have the best intentions of seeing this person of meeting that person of doing this of doing that and the yard fumes carry you away um and it's really busy it's a really busy time so i will tell you more about who will be there um but again I'm not expecting you to do any preparation. The, the the questions and the challenges that you'll be issued with will be really broad. You, you're not expected to know who you're interviewing or know anything about them or their products or anything. It's just all about making those first steps uh, in podcasting. And so there will be more on this next time. But already some of you have said that you're excited about Let's Make a Podcast. And I've had some very lovely... Well, one very lovely uh, message from someone who can't come to Edinburgh Yard Festival this year, but is inspired to start their own podcast. And it's an audio one, punches the air. And it's somebody that you know and love very well, I think. And, And we look forward to hearing more about that. How is your Blacker Podcal whip going I said last time that I had stalled really, really badly. But guess what? I'm on to the border now. I should issue myself challenges on this podcast more often because saying last time that I'll promise I'll be on the border by the next episode obviously spurred me on because now I'm on the border and I'm loving it. The Sanus Hap by Gudrun Johnson is just a delightful pattern. Um, I love a hap. You know I love a hap. And I'm knitting it in Tamar, which is... It's gorgeous. So, so gorgeous. So, hugely enjoying getting my mojo back on that one. I am still plugging on with the In Stillness sweater, which now has half a sleeve. I did... I sat and watched Harry Potter uh, and the Deathly Hallows Part 1 and powered through a sleeve until I got to the bit where I do all the blubbing. Um, so <laughs> I'm really pleased about that. And you guys uh, who are taking part have all been yomping on with yours, and it's so good to see finished objects in the threads over there in the Blacker pod, uh, Podcal chat in the Blacker group. And so much chat going on in the group, so much great support and enthusiasm for one another, this is why I love why I love a cal. I love a cal for for these reasons. Just seeing everyone being so sweet and so full of heart. Everyone full of heart for a cal, you guys. It's awesome. And uh, so don't forget, if you're coming to Edinburgh Yarn Festival and you finished your Blacker Pod Cal project, you get fifteen percent off. I've said that already on the Blacker stall. And don't worry if you can't come to Edinburgh Yarn Festival because we're going to have a special prize draw for you guys after Edinburgh Yarn Festival. So that's kind of cool. I've run, I've run out of notes now, which must mean that we're nearly finished. <laughs> uh, but we can't go without saying hello 
to some of the kids in New Kids in the Ravelry group. And I apologise because I haven't done this segment for a little while because, well, there's been ranting, hasn't there, and things like that. But um, uh, New Kids in the Ravelry group, we've got M.T. Nestor, who is Mary from Doylestown, Pennsylvania. Hey, Mary. We've got Moomin Girl, who is Izzy from the UK. We've got Smithy123. And that's Angela from the United Kingdom. Hey to you, Angela. We've got Nikki's Knitting. Very cute picture of a dog. Uh, She's in Worcestershire. We've got White Wayne Knitting. And that's uh, Sally from England. Hey, Sally. And we've got Patricia17, who is Patricia, obviously, from Norwich. Hi, you guys. Really lovely to have you joining in with the Knit British Ravelry Group. And hi to everyone in the Knit British Ravelry Group. All 2,063 of you. You're awesome. (laughs) Also, I want to say, if you live in the southwest of England and you can get to Bristol, the fantastic Mazzy, who is Maz Knitter on Ravelry and is going to be one of the Knit British is one of the Knit British woolly muckers, and we'll be uh, hearing more from her in an episode later this year. She has organised a get-together in Bristol. And uh, if you want to join in with this, it is going to be on Saturday, the 25th of March. Uh, They're meeting at Yurt Lush, which is near Bristol Temple Mead Station, uh, which is a quirky, friendly cafe. Um, formed of three conjoined yurts which focuses on local sourced ingredients so there are quite a few people some some guys coming from from uh, Cornwall as well which is lovely um, so I'm really sad that I can't be there but it looks like uh, you're gonna have an awesome time but if you're interested and you can get to Bristol on the 25th of March do go to the southwest Knit British get together. I'm absolutely thrilled that you can have a little get together and fantastic that Mazzy's done that. And only sorry that I can't be there myself. I will be back on the 3rd of March. Enjoy the rest of your February. Come back uh, on the 3rd of March when the excitement for Edinburgh Yarn Festival will be totally rampant. And I will be looking at some of the small producers of British wool who will be there. Uh, trotting out their fantastic goods for Edinburgh Yard Festival and for you too. So take very good care. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Knit British Podcast. To find out more, visit www.knitbritish.net. You can email me louise at knitbritish.net. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as at knit underscore British and I'm on Ravelry as Lyra.
tuning in for swear words and rants this week is going to be a bit sad. I'm bloody sorry about that.